as we wait for the uh, the spy. Our guest, our guest, yeah, the spy. Uh, so how's your day going, Jason? It's busy. It's been pretty good though. I know we're trying to hire right now. That's uh, yeah. I've been going through resumes for the last little bit. I hate. That's one thing I hate is, is uh, going through resumes and trying to figure out who and what. And, oh, that's a pain in the ass. It's the worst. I mean, really, because it, you're trying to get a feel for somebody on just a little bit of information that they can put out there. And as yeah. we established, working for W is uh, a not for everybody. Okay. Apparently, no. I'm not very smart. The spy is back. We were yes. Recording. I'm not a spy. I don't know what makes you think that. <laughs> I, I think you know, I, th- I think your your uh, network admin over there, your your computer guy, yeah. probably found out you were talking to us and he cut you off. That's oh, right. yes. That is very possible now. I find that hard to believe. He's so busy with other stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Jason, we got we got a special guest today. I, I actually text him a, a we while We had ago. a special guest today. We lost him already. He, his guy cut him off again. <laughs> well, then we don't have to. He's, he's not a guest anymore. No, we'll just leave the cliffhanger. We'll see if he gets back on here. We're going to have to go. He's going to have to go out of the building, his own building, to get out of his network because his, his network admin is, is not going to tolerate, probably does not approve of what he's trying to do. It's like when I used to get orders from you guys. And yeah. A red light that just. Yeah, exactly. That's probably what's happening. There's somebody over there that's like, this is not kosher. So, yeah, this hiring thing, it's, I'm getting through some of them, but it, I'm finding myself, you know, a lot of the same ones you were, you were looking at. Right on. Pretty close. A couple other ones that might be some uh, ringers. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to edit that out a little bit, but we got the spy back. You got, I, I'm, I really think you're sitting in a gold desk with gold. Like, Gold. No, I, I think it's. No. And you're looking down over this big, massive, like you're on this upper level, and you're looking down across all your workers down there working and packaging yes. and something like that. And uh, and they cut yeah. you off because you're talking to us. There many. It, it, there's just millions of them. It's like a. It's like a giant ant bed. <laughs> We're hiring. No. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. big a building are you in? Uh. Well, that that sounds bad. Um. Okay, did you ever seen like <laughs> you ever seen like Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Probably. I don't I don't remember okay. it, but well, okay, okay. So I, I always feel like I'm Lando Calrissian and I'm in Cloud City and there's you know stuff everywhere. Every the, time uh, I do a podcast, I gotta go watch another movie. The, you sorry. guys all talk about sorry. these movies. And I was I'm about like, to say I I was thinking you weren't that much of a geek. So <laughs> no, that's no. a true um, story. There's always a movie reference that Buddy does not understand or a musical reference. Okay. Well, I'll try and squeeze a couple more in just for fun. Now we have um, we have a, a much larger facility than than normal. We kind of we kind of backed into a into a a, a building. It's uh, seventy thousand square feet. They gone. And so yeah, it's big. Um, uh, we were, you got a sweet deal on it. So you're like looking well, at it. You're telling me, and you're like you were just it just the opportunity presented itself, and so you had to jump. Yeah, it was one of those things that we the building we were in before was about. 18,000 square feet and we were standing on top of each other and uh and it's a long ugly story but uh but a, a small community outside of the town that we were in um it was a building that uh that that actually was used to be a, a clothing manufacturing plant and uh that when NAFTA hit they abandoned this you know small 
Um, it's, it's, it's a county of about 10,000 people, and because of NAFTA, they lost like 2,500 jobs in a period of about three months. Now this wow. was, you know, yeah, this was now this was back in you know the early 2000s. So you know, it's, so it's been a while, but it's one of those things that that it was one of those one of those communities that just kind of got destroyed, you know, because of NAFTA. And uh, so so we're they're very happy that we're here and we're very happy to be here. Um, but it's uh, but it's it's yeah, it's a little it's a little weird at times. How far of a community you got now? Uh, actually, it's close. It's funny. It's closer to my my house than the other building was. Um, I just so happened my house just happened to be kind of uh, midway in between uh, the, the town we were in, which is Starkville, and then the town we're in now, which is called Matheson. Right. On. And so uh, it's about eight miles from my house. So uh, so not bad. Are they and still trying? You know, are they still trying to point you as mayor over there? Uh, no, no, no. I, I I talked my way out of that. I'm not here enough. <laughs> You're like the one guy. You're the one employer in the whole whole town. No, no, there are a few, there are a few others, but, uh, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, and I know you guys, you know, um, it, it's one of those things that, that, you know, being out, you know, in, in small communities, you, you appreciate it because, you know, the, the, the town we were in is not a gigantic town. I mean, it's 25, 30,000 people, but, you know, but we were very small because the university, you know, Mississippi state is there. So we were very small, um, you know, very small, uh, you know, employer there compared to where we are now, where we're probably the second, you know, biggest in the, in the area. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. I think so, uh, has uh 12,000, mm-hmm. um, 12,000 people or no 1200 people, I think is what it is. Okay. Let's say yeah. that. You must be hot. So, so our post office that. knows us very well. Like they, yes. <laughs> that was actually a big thing for us. The, the town that we're in has 600 people in it. And, uh, one of the, the biggest things for them is that, that, um, we do a lot of post shipping and, uh, all of our postal numbers actually, the, 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 the shipments do not run through the local post office that there's a truck that picks them up and, and takes them straight to Jackson, um, which is about 120 miles away. But because we're in this zip code, they get credit for a hundred percent of the packages. So there's no chance that their post office will ever go away. And that was like a gigantic deal. Cause they were going to close so, it. Weren't yeah. they, Steve? Oh yeah, no. I mean, it was one of those things that they were. It was one of those that was on the list of, of possibly getting shut down. And uh, you know, um, it's just one of those things that you know. I mean, we brought in so much volume, you know, uh, that you know that it it that you know it'll never make that happen. But you know, yeah. And we did actually increase their workload because all the postal, you know, all the shipments that come into us that come in postal do you know do run through them. So. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't figured this out yet, we're talking to Steve Snell with with Gun Dog Supply. And uh, I remember when I texted Steve, I was like, hey, would you do a podcast? And I'm like, I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea. I don't know. I'm like, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. We're going to try and steal yeah. your customers. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. Now, I was reading a thing the other day, or maybe I was listening to a podcast, but it was, it was talking about um, good competitors. And, uh, you know, and you and I, you know, fall into that category because, um, we don't exactly match up, you know, your customer, your, your, your core customers and my core customers are not, you know, the same, um, but are, you know, but we, but, but we match up enough that we can have, you know, conversations about stuff that, that most people can't, right. you know, you understand stuff that I understand. And, and, um, um, and, and I, I'm a big fan of, I mean, competition is a gigantic thing and, and having competitors that you can make a phone call to and just say, Hey, what's going on with this? 
you know, what are you seeing? Um, right. And I, you know, I'd be lying if I told you I had that relationship with all of my competitors. Um, <laughs> yeah, so would buddy. Is that right, Jason? So <laughs> would buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'd be lying if I said I had this relationship in all my years. Like this is only, yeah. I've only, I've only just now kind of grown up or whatever you want to call it, you know, yeah. matured. Cause before, not not so much. <laughs> not in well, my- <laughs> you know, it, it is one of those things that that uh, that I've done. I've been doing it long enough, and and I'm not like I said. My philosophy has on it has changed a good bit, and uh, um, and like I said, I've had some competitors that I couldn't be in the same room with. I think you and I have been in the same room with competitors I can't be in the same room with. <laughs> but uh, um, you know, it, it is one of those things that. Um, um, you just have to have a healthy, you know, attitude toward it. I mean, there's, there's, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it doesn't always have to be that way. I was just thinking like, you know, early on I had a dull sword and I swung it everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But now, yes. now as, as, your, as your sword gets a little sharper, you start learning like, yeah, I don't have, you know, I don't have to go yeah. spend all the energy over there to start whacking on somebody else. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it, 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 you, you find a lot of times that there's more value in, in not having that type of relationship. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it, yeah, and it is something that you learn, um, you know, through time. Sometimes um, slower, and, slower and than others. Know, and it's different. Yeah, and it's, but it's different too, you know, um, you know, because I haven't always been in the mail order business. Um, and even when my family was in the mail order business, I wasn't, I wasn't closely related with it. So some of my competition has been, you know, head to head, you know, same city type stuff. And that, that, that's a different relationship. Yeah. Um, and really the, the reality of it, and you and I, this is where you and I, you know, really spend most of our time dealing is that, that we have so many manufacturers that require an enormous amount of input and we, we benefit by, you know, um, by spending the time working with the manufacturers. And really, if you, if you approach everything from, a, from the standpoint of what's best for your customer base and what's best for the industry, um, you know, it tends to work itself out. Yeah. Where if you only spend your time thinking about well, what's best for me, um, you know, it's it's just like a lot of other things. It's just not going um, it, to it's just not going to work out. And uh, um, and the, the true beauty of it is that if I have a question about something that falls into your expertise area, you know, I can call you and say, hey, what's going on with this? And, you know, I, you know, because I'm not, you know, the, I mean, the way you the way you use products and how you hunt and what you do has, you know, it's very different from what I do. And so it's hard for me to see things sometimes, you know, from a different perspective, but I can call you and say, Hey, well, what's going on with this? Yeah. And so, um, so there's what? more benefit than downside. So, so I want to know a little bit your history. Cause okay. one of the things that I'm always intrigued about is, uh, um, business. You know what I mean? I, it, I sure. never really thought I was going to be so into, but it's sure. like, that's what my job is now is to, is to focus right. on the business of selling stuff. Right. And so, You've been in this a while. You know, Gundog Supply's been around for, for. I mean, you guys were the first website on the internet, I think, right? Well, no, 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 not even close. But, but we were on pretty early. Okay. Um, and so, uh, so I grew up in a retail family. My my parents started. Um, they started a, a version of what we do today back in '72, and so I was two years old at the time. So, uh, so uh, you know, to me, it's been something that we've always, you know, always done. And my my father's side of the family was always in retail. Um, multiple, you know, um, family members had been in the retail and, you know, grandparents and, uh, 
Um, so there was a long, a long line of that. Um, right. And so, uh, um, so we were in manufacturing, you know, they, they were making, uh, my, my, my dad had some, uh, interest in a feed store and, uh, um, so they were making they were making dog collars and making leashes and that kind of stuff. And then at a certain point, they and he they was kind a hunter, of, right? He hunted. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was a quail hunter, always okay. a big time quail hunter, and and that that's where I you know I I got my 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 bird hunting came from from him. Um, and that was you know uh, pointing dogs were always his thing. He actually he actually did a lot of coon hunting as a kid. Um, but but I you know never as an adult I don't remember it. Um, so. Uh, but that's you know that was that was what I grew up in, and eventually they they were in the mail order business. But the mail order business in the '70s and '80s was real different than it is today. Um, there, there was no internet, you know, and so everything had to be catalog based and advertising in, in major uh, uh, magazines. And so it was a, a little different world from from that standpoint. Um, a much more expensive, um, you know, harder to reach people and more expensive to reach people. Right. And so uh, eventually they got more into the retail side of it um, because of their their national ads. We would have people locally that would call and say, hey, we want to come see your showroom. Well, they didn't have a showroom. They're working out of the house. And uh, eventually they they got into the retail business in most of the 80s to the mid 80s to the to the mid 90s. We were in the retail business uh, more so than, than anything else. And in the dog food business. Um, and uh, my father actually had a little bit of a his right shoulder was a little bit lower than his left shoulder from carrying dog food out to people's cars. And so, uh, you know, that was, and that's what they did for, for years. And it was a mom and pop type organization. And, and, uh, Rob and I worked there as kids and, uh, you know, um, but it was, a, it was a pretty, you know, pretty small operation. Um, it still did a right. little mail order. And, uh, in the mid nineties, we had a pet smart move in across the street from us. And, uh, it, it was one of those things that we were able to put up a pretty good fight, but they took enough of the market out that it was a problem. Right. And uh, Rob and I, let's see. So that's, that's like 95, 96. Um, so I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. 95, 96. Yeah. And uh, Rob and I had been in business together um, for since, since college um, outside of theirs. Rob's your and, brother, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rob is my older brother and uh, he and I are partners in, in gun dogs blind. Um, been we've been working together since we were teenagers in a rock band and so uh um we had several companies that that we had done and in college we'd started a bunch of stuff and, and we were working outside of what my parents did but uh, rob had gotten into internet development and um my mom wanted to put them on the internet to to make up for you know this loss of sales that we had had in the dog food you know side of it and uh so we got online in like 97 late 97 to early 98 um, which is, you know, it, which was, which is pretty early. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a score right there. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it's one of those things that, that it has definitely made a difference for us, you know, just, just longevity, um, as far as, as far as being online has, has played a role in, in, in some of our success. When you made that jump, did you realize how big, you know what I mean? Like, when you know, I was, I, I was thinking about it the other day and, and, and Rob has a bunch of, uh, of emails and stuff from my dad from back in that time period. And, and basically what happened was, is that we had a catalog and, um, Rob set up a catalog request form on online. Right. And over about a week or 10 days, maybe not even that long, we were getting so many catalog requests that my dad said, either figure out how we can put stuff online to sell it or shut it off. 
<laughs> and it was, you know, and it was just one of those things that the price of sending out catalogs was so expensive that you had to have, you know, you had to be real selective who you sent them to. And it's, yeah. it's tricky to ask a customer, are you really a customer? Are you just somebody that wants to, you know, um, you just want something for free. Right. You know, that's, that's a hard conversation to have. So, um, so, you know, it was one of those things that we were just, it was, it was too much. And, uh, so Rob put them online and, um, I was not terribly involved with what was going on there. I was, Rob and I had a couple other uh, retail businesses and I was doing that and Rob was doing the internet thing. And, uh, within less than a year, it had gotten so out of hand, um, that I had to come in to help them, um, because my parents just couldn't handle the volume. Um, and so it was one of those, yeah, it was just, yeah, yeah. And dealing with customers and just, just the whole thing. I mean, it, it did, it went from zero to out of control very quickly. Um, which, you know, it's kind of funny when, when I think about it, you know, now, you know, what we do now compared to what it was then and, and how out of control it was. But, you know, but at that time we had, you know, we probably had two or three people working for us and, uh, you know, so it was, it was a small operation, you know, at the time it was just. That, how many, how many know, mistakes did you guys make? Cause I imagine back then it's not like we got now uh, computer systems, print out labels and you know what I mean? Like you're probably handwriting yeah. shipping labels back then, weren't you? Yeah. I was handwriting shipping labels at, at, for a very short period of time. Cause I'm a big automation kind of guy. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know how to do the automation, but I'm a big believer in it being done. So <laughs> we'll find that. We'll figure something yeah. out to make this. Exactly. I don't have to write this shit down. That's what you, yes. what you yes. really want. Rob jokes about it more so than I do. He just talks about how he's not really good at stuff. He's just really, really lazy. Yeah. And so, you know, he wants the easiest possible solution, you know, so to you a guys, problem. So when you guys are sitting up on your high level, you're like, oh, can please, we get a robot to do that. this? Yes. Can we get a robot yes. to, to you, you, you say that's funny. I actually had a phone call last week about somebody with, with robots, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's one of those things that uh, – you know, any repetitive task, there's a, you know, there's a way to do it and, and to speed it up. Um, and you and I have had this conversation, you know, you have to be careful as you grow and, and as you get to a certain size, it becomes, you know, you can go from being profitable to being unprofitable very quickly in, in, in you know, while you're growing a company. Yeah. Um, it, it's actually, it's real easy to do. I've done it multiple times. And, so uh, <laughs> you know, yes, I, yes. And you just got to be careful about it. We were, I was talking with Jason because, so, you know, Jason had a little little business and Jason mm. was in the process of handwriting labels, right, Jason? Yeah, on days it <laughs> okay. I gotta, okay, I got to stop you real quick. I hate the word <laughs> little business. That sounds terrible. Um, yeah, little you business. It was a very dismissive. Buddy. He had a sword, okay? He had a sword. Yeah, <laughs> he, had, that's right. he had a good sword. His sword was growing, okay? Was I did not big. have the procedures. And that was my <laughs> biggest yeah. fault was I was raised in a family where we were all small business owners. And it was sure. handshake is your word. It was yep. pen and paper. And that's just how I was raised. And I never aspired to be anything beyond that. You know, just make yeah. a living and enjoy my family. Sure. but as business grew, those were those growing pains. And that was the horrible years because it was like, all of a sudden you have an influx in sales and influx right. in expenditures. And yet you're not making money. You're just moving. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. a rough growing pain to go through. Yeah. And then when I came to W it's like, geez, there's like, that was there's and systems and it, mm -hmm. it allowed me to do what I do better. I think, you know, I wouldn't be what I am today without coming to W and seeing that other side as hard as my wife tried to beat it into my head. I needed that. 
yeah. I, I had the excuse I'm too busy to learn this or I'm too busy to apply this. And you know, in the end, I'm going to say it worked out okay either way because I'm here and I love it. But it was, uh, I wish I would have had a little more foresight like guys like you and Buddy have. I don't know those foresight. I was just, you just knew that you have, that automation piece is, uh, it's essential to. Oh, it's huge. You don't, and a lot of people don't realize that is you can, you know, sometimes you can't just force your way through something. Sometimes you have to. I mean, sometimes you're like, we just got to get this done. But next yeah. time we're going to do it differently, you know, or whatever. But um, that I knew that and, and we still every step, it's like, okay, how am I going to get to that next step of, you know, picking orders or, you know, trying to stop all the, the errors. But sure. Um, but you never answered my question. How many, how many mistakes back then? If you, you know, were, if, I, I don't know if we tracked them back then the way that we do today. Um, you know, but it was, it was so small and there were so few opportunities to screw stuff up that that you know um you know i don't know if i can answer i don't know if i can answer the question you know do you think the clearly. climate was different too like the the customers um, you know like now i mean everything is you know the expectation of what we have amazon and all these different yeah. places you see i you know yeah and and to me it's one of those things that that i'm a big fan i'm not a fan of amazon but i am a fan of the level that they operate at um because it 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 requires that you perform at a certain level and, uh, and so, you know, so, you know, mistakes are just one of those things that, that I accept the fact that they're going to happen because systems are going to break down and you've still got human beings involved. Um, and, you know, and it is one of those things that, that is just part of it. But if you can limit that, you know, then it, it, it it's so expensive. It, you know, uh, screw ups like that are so expensive and it's even hard to, to put a dollar amount on them, but it's huge, you know, as far as what it does. You know, not 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 only just fixing it, but uh, but but the damage that it does to your customers and yeah, um, yeah you, you mess know, up and, on one nameplate and, and you get their phone yes. number wrong and those damn customers get yeah. all pissy about you putting their phone now up. now yes, but you know, <laughs> but it is what it is one of those things, and so uh, they want yeah, their phone so, number right. I don't get it, Jason. That's why you had to deal with me. You did your <laughs> nameplate was it was early days, and I ordered mm. nameplates from Buddy. And finally, I'm like, forget it. I'm buying somewhere else. And now I work here. <laughs> and you got a new tag machine. Yeah. We'll see. You know, um, we get a big kick and it happens. And, and we, don't, we don't spend a lot of time discussing it. But, you know, when somebody fills out information online for us, you know, that goes straight into the tag machine. And so, you know, if an error happens, it happened on the consumer side. Right. You know, if they type something in wrong, you know, and, and it's not obviously wrong. You know, there's no way for us to really catch that. And so, uh, um, but, you know, but it's one of those things that you, 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 you know, there's not a lot of value in saying to the customer, hey, you screwed that up. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah. we have a little checkbox there. Like, I have double checked my stuff. Yes. <laughs> and you're yes. still like, did you check that box? Yeah, yeah. you did yeah, check yeah, that did. box. Did yeah. you? you didn't double check it. You told me you did. Oh. So, you know, it is one of those things that, that I, that, that you're just going to have a certain level of that and you figure out, you know, you figure out how to fix it as best you can and you, you work with it and you move on. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny nowadays because, you know, we, we, we operate at a pretty high level and, and when a mistake happens, I'm always looking for the, okay, how did that happen? You know, yeah. what did, what, what, what changed or what did we do or, or how is it possible? And you can't always, I mean, there's just no way for it to be perfect. Um, 
but trying nowadays, to figure out how to make it not happen again. Very much, goal. very much. Yeah, that that's always the goal is to you know is to is to fix you know. I, there's nothing worse than a problem that has been a problem for for years and and won't go away. And you you know you can you just can't ignore it. You know it's got to be you know it's got to be improved. Um, yeah. and that's the that's the system part of it. And you know and it's a constant struggle. I don't know anybody that doesn't you know that doesn't fight with. Um, you know, we were working on automating something last week. I got one of those phone calls while I was out of town last week, and it was the, oh, my God, the sky is falling, you know, type sort of thing. Well, you're out and, hunting? Yes, of course. <laughs> and uh, um, uh, the I was actually quarantining. I'd gotten possibly exposed, and I had to quarantine. And it just so happened that I was hunting while I was doing it. You so, had your dogs yeah, with you, making sure you had yes. to quarantine. Yeah, just in case. Too. Just in case. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a terrible thing. Um, but it was one of those things that, that I was like, okay, well that, that, that doesn't make sense. You know, how could that have happened? Let's go back. So I dug back and found out the sky wasn't falling. It was just that we had made a, we made a change trying to improve something and something broke in the process. And, um, and that, you know, that's going to happen. Um, it's just kind of the, 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 and a lot of folks are not comfortable screwing stuff up and, you know, um, I, I, you know, I'm okay with it as long as it's, it's explainable and it's not repeatable. You know, or you can make it where it can't be repeated. That that's always a big thing for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you come and tell me, it, it, like, uh, that's the worst thing you can do is be like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, let's figure this out. Like, that's not a good answer. I'm, no. You want to just own it. You know, that's the one thing around here is like, even for a problem, even with the, with the customer or whatever, if we screwed up. Sure. I mean, just own it. Like, okay, well, we screwed this one up, man. Let me that, but, how we can make but it that's better. What, that's what most people just want you to do. Yeah. You know. They just want you to say, I am sorry, we screwed that up, yep. you know? Now, what's hard to do is get someone to do that who it wasn't your fault. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a tricky skill, you know, because the people that answer the phones around here, they don't have anything to do with packing the boxes. Right. You know, um, and, but they're the ones that get Over the there, over there, they yeah. don't. Over well, here, they do. Let me tell yeah, you. They don't. <laughs> Except for Jason. Well, now I'm not saying it was always that way, but you know, you have to, but, but the guys that are packing the boxes and shipping the boxes don't talk to the customers. And so, you know, so customer service gets to apologize for stuff that they didn't screw up. So know? who, uh, so. so who, when, when you, when you go on your website and you and they, they yeah. give you a spot for a note, yeah. where's, where's Vicky? Is she in, is she packaging them up? Or what do you know all my people? <laughs> I'm just How saying, I might, I might've written a note on my last order okay. from Dog Supply. So you want to know what my way, note was? Because apparently they didn't tell you what my note was, does it? Well, it, it may have been something derogatory told me, you know. <laughs> me? Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, I, okay. I said uh, I bought five dog beds because we don't sell dog beds, right? Yeah, well, thanks. So I bought five dog beds, and I, I put on the note, I said, please cover up all gun dog supplies <laughs> stickers, and especially Steve's face. My dogs will not sleep in these beds oh, if they know where they are bought from. That's not nice at all. <laughs> So Vicky didn't pass the message along. Yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. So, oh. so the way our the way our system works, um, I should have seen that though. No, I <laughs> She's afraid I'll of you. I'll go you're... find out. Um, Get Vicky on the phone. The, yes, that's right. Um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that that um, that we have. You know, we have multiple levels of of customer service, and and anytime any sort of comment gets into it, you know, it goes to a certain level, and they either deal with it or they move it to the person that can deal with it. Um, right. And we have, um, it was, you know, and it wasn't always this way, but we have, you know, we have customer service folks and then we have product guys. And, um, uh, you know, 
the, the customer service folks are who you're going to get when you call. But if you have a question that goes beyond what normal customer service can handle, then it goes to a product guy. Right. And, um, you know, that way, um, you know, we, we try to match up, you know, we've got folks that, you know, that, 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 you know, are experienced to use the gear and, um, um, that way, you know, you can, you can get somebody on the phone that, you know, that can, that can answer a specific question or, and if they can't, then their job's to go find out why, you know, why they can't answer it. Yeah. And so, um, well that, um, that, you know, that's a, like I said, you, you getting in early, I think is a, a, a big oh, yeah. push, even like, you know, you got in with, with Garmin and stuff and, mm-hmm. and I know Jason wants to talk about this DC 40 story. So I'm, oh God, he, he uh, I want to hear all the good stuff. <laughs> I figured you'd be a yeah. good one. You'd be a good one from the other side of that one. I was, I mean, I yes. was bat, bat shit crazy on the internet. Like, uh, I, I clearly <laughs> remember the first couple of times I ran across you and, uh, <laughs> and it was like, who is this guy? Well, I, was, I was actually, I was actually up in South Dakota on a hunt with some of the guys from sport dog. And you had done a review, I guess of like tech two. And I mean, it was some sort of scathing. Oh yeah, yeah and rough. yeah. You sitting there uh, with them. <laughs> yep. That, yeah, yeah, it was a rough. It was a rough couple of days for those guys because <laughs> I was just like, "Look at this. Here you go. Read this." Yeah. So it was oh, good was, stuff. You know, it always boiled down to the fact that I uh, I thought about it, and it was just they didn't. Um, some of it was they didn't want my opinion meaning i yeah. called them ahead and i was like please don't do this you know what i mean and they mm-hmm. big corporation you sure. get that phone and it's like okay thank you for your time have a mm-hmm. good day and i'm like you don't understand yeah. you're screwing yeah. up and well i remember and i can't remember who i was having the conversation with um it'd probably be better if i don't say but it was before i had met you and it was one of those things that i was like what do you mean you guys are working with him <laughs> Because because it was one of those things where they were like, well, we couldn't get him to shut up, so we started working with him, yeah, and uh, thinking maybe we night. could get him to shut up, you know, if we worked with him. <laughs> Not quite, but I uh, yeah. at least have a lot better appreciation. I can tell you that. Well, it's a uh, it's an inside the tent peeing out instead of outside the tent <laughs> peeing in. That's you know that's uh, I think that's how they treat us. Um, yeah, exactly. They brother, yeah, yeah. Whether it's they be inside the P outside. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a, I've never heard that term before. Yes. Yes. That's a, yeah. Yeah. That's my entire life right there. It's the only reason people, yeah. It's the only reason people are nice to me at all because they want me, you know, they're they thinking inside the tent and they stay yes. away from your tent when you're camping probably. Exactly. Exactly. No. So, so, so that DC 40 deal, uh, I got that thing. I had to over, I, I don't know if I overnighted from Cabela's cause yeah. I couldn't get them. I was, I was not direct with Garmin at the time. Sure. Sure. And so I was like, I seen him and, and, you know, half of me was, I was really gung ho to be like the guy, you know what I mean? Like I, oh, yeah. I, I was passionate. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I'm, st- I'm not passionate now, but I'm not as aggressive. You know, I don't have to, I don't, I don't, my ego is a little bit more better if that makes sense. Sure. You know? Oh no. But, but back then, man, I was like, I want the first one and I want to, you know, and I, I had an idea what I was going to do. And sure enough, it did it where it just lost GPS and right. boy, I went on. I had that website, Big Game Houndsman, and I also had, uh, I built a website called GarminAstroDog.com mm-hmm. just to yep. try to get keywords or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would write Back some. Back in the day. Man, I would write just, I mean, personal, like, it, honestly, personal, you know, to Garmin, just to bring it to mm-hmm. them and, and real pointed and, 
real aggressive. I mean, now that I think about it, I wish I had some of the emails. And anyways, I get, I'm at, I'm at, I'm working at Intel still and I'm down, down there and my phone rings and, uh, it was Laura and I'm not sure okay. company she works for, but she calls me and she's like, Hey buddy, Garmin was asking about you today. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the big time. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. Oh, really? Uh -oh. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, maybe I pushed a little too hard, you know? Mm. And, uh, and, and she's like, yeah, yeah. She said, I, I put in a good word for you. I told him you're a really mm. good guy, but you're mm. pretty passionate, you know? And, and, uh, and I was thinking, well, gonna... so at that point, Steve, I was like, the knife fight is coming. I got my knife oh, as yeah. sharp as I can go. I might as well you know, do the brave thing and charge into the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Ah. And so I found one of those engineers email on my website sure. you know because i was like the, the whole trick was is there was certain people around in these websites in these forums right because that's how right. you know they went and found testers oh, sure. back back in right. the days they, they log right. on a forum and and cherry pick a couple guys well i was critical thinking enough to see that that on these new products these certain guys would always kind of come to garmin's defense yeah and i was like hmm that's interesting. Why is, why are these guys defending a crappy product? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In my head, you know? Mm -hmm. sure. And so I, I was like, them sons of bitches. Those, those Garmin guys got on my website and selected testers from big game houndsmen. Yeah. And so I did a, a search on my server, Garmin.com, you know, at Garmin.com. Sure. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that, that boy registered with his Garmin account on my, yep. and so I, I found him and I, and I seen that he was, uh, Lincoln to these guys, you know what I mean? And I could tell that there was communication right. going. I couldn't see the communication, but I could tell that the, the accounts that I was thinking about, there were messages going back and forth on the, on the private yep. side. So anyways, you know, Laura calls me and tells Garmin. So I, I'm freaking out. I'm like, they're going to cut me off. I mean, I might as well just go for it. And so I, I fire off an email to that, to that engineer. And this is sure. a, this is a young engineer, probably, you know what I mean? Probably junior mm. engineer, you know, they're all, yeah, they're all young though. Yeah. And, and I'm, um, you, you see my work, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm pretty scathing and I'm, you're stupid. You know, da, 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 you should have better field testers and, you know, just mm. you know, passionate. And of course he emails me back. No, you're stupid. And I'll pick who I want. And it turned into a big F you. I mean, if, mm. the only thing I had left to write was like, F you. And I think he had F you. And I think yeah. it was just, you know what I mean? That was basically the only email I need to say. was just two words. That was it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, so in that whole process mm. and then the, the big mistake he made is he copied other people yeah. above him and above him. So, so, and I, and I'm, and no shit, Steve, no, this, mm. I learned a lesson this night because I was at Intel and I was probably working until five 30. I was late six 30 or whatever. And I don't normally, I normally like to get out on time. I'd, I'd never really like to work overtime. Sure. And I had nothing left. I mean, all I had left was F you. I was like, I keep yeah. writing stuff and it's like delete, delete, delete. Cause I knew with all those guys, the, the, the level had changed, you know, cause now we got right. guys who are on the patent and guys who are leading the dog team. You know what I mean? There was just yeah. more people. Oh, sure. And so finally I just gave up and I closed my computer and I went home and, uh, that must've been the final straw. It's like everybody's sitting there going like, Oh shit, he's got all our emails and he just went silent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they looked at that kid and it was like, 
oh my god what did you do yeah. you know I'm what not gonna have use you his name. done what do you you gave him my email too now you know great oh so what if he what if he emailed me <laughs> exactly like what's gonna happen now you, you yeah. just let the cat out yeah. of the bag oh uh, well. the next morning um one of the lead lead guys you know him by jimmy and uh he uh he emailed me he said buddy i can tell you're really passionate and I can almost remember this email because it was just one of those learning moments for me. It was like a professional learning moment. He just came in real mellow. He said, buddy, I can tell you're really passionate about our product. We would listen to what you have to say. I can't promise we'll make any changes, but the sure. best we can do is listen. Yep. And it was that moment that I realized that's all I wanted was somebody. Sure. And as a customer, I just wanted somebody to listen. Well, you know, I, I remember seeing, you know, and in, in it was the Garmin Astro Dog website that yeah. I think where I first ran across you. And, and there were certain things in there. Um, the biggest problem was is that you were saying things that nobody was willing to say. Right. Um, you know, and it was one of those things where it was like, oh, that's right. Oh, he's right about that, too. Oh, he's right about that, too. Oh, man. He is an asshole, um, but he's, at least he's right about well, yeah. it. <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it's one of those things where it always helps to tell the truth because it's the easiest story to remember. Yeah. And, you know, um, and it was one of those things, too, that, that I had to reevaluate some of my testing protocols based off of some of the things that you were doing. And, and it was just like, huh, maybe I'm not doing this the way I ought to. You know, because at the time, I was one of the only people that was putting stuff out, you know, publicly and was willing to say something even slightly negative. Uh, yeah. Most people just weren't putting anything out. Right. You know, and you were the first person that I read your work and, and had to go back and look at my work and go, you know, I'm not really very good at this. You know, and it was strictly based off of how you were evaluating things. Um, yeah, I didn't Which, like you in yeah. the beginning because I was like, oh, yeah. that well, guy's just a salesman. That guy's just yeah. a salesman. That's what he's just yeah. Little do I know that I actually like you. I, I get along better because well, I'm like, you just want to go hunt. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't really. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, the tricky thing about it is that, that I, I do, you know, I do want to have, I, I try to evaluate stuff nowadays um, based off of how does it benefit me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and the same thing applies for my customers. I just try to look at it from that standpoint and go, you know, does this fix the problem? You know, um, I really don't. And I've run into stuff with manufacturing where they're worried about, you know, you know, is this a sale or is this an add on sale or, you know, you know, it's okay that this product's going to fail in X amount of time. Cause that way they'll have to buy another one. You know, that kind of stuff just drives me crazy. Right. You know, I'd rather, you know, I mean, there's a line in there about building stuff so well that it can't break. Um, because it gets so expensive that no one can afford it. Yeah. Um, but you know, but, but making stuff that's, that's, you know, I mean, I want stuff to be as best as possible because, you know, that's the, you know, that's what we're doing here. Um, I mean, I don't even like to mention DC forties, you know, there was a, there was a <laughs> six either. or eight months. Oh man. There was a six or eight month, you know, period in there where my product guys that I didn't even want to talk to them. <laughs> you know, because there were so many complaints and so many things going wrong that nobody even wanted to, you know, we didn't even want to talk about, um, you know, we were so, nobody could figure it out. You know, I mean, yeah. it was one of those things that, that there were so many things that were happening. Um, and, and, you know, and, and the worst part about it is that we thought they were doing a good job of making the product better. Um, yeah, yeah you know, that, that DC 40 for us, for, yeah. for, for me, that was a huge growth because yeah. Because I was the only one that was, I mean, I remember, like I said, I was like, I was ruthless. I was not, mm, I was sure. not, um, I was 
not politically correct or whatever you want to yeah. say. But I was like, sure. you want a DC 40? Go buy it from gun dog. <laughs> you you yeah. want a color that works? You buy it from me. And I remember, yeah. you know, getting on the, on the forums. I wasn't using gun dog. I'm, I'm picking on you. Yeah. Here, but, That's but okay. I remember being on the forum, the UKC board and mm-hmm. everybody was like, DC 40, DC 40. And my post was, if you want a DC 40, there's a guy above me and a guy below me selling them things. If you want a color that works, call me. DC 30s yeah. are a way to go. And I would have guys call me. Oh, I bought this from XYZ dog company. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, they, this is, this does exactly what you say. And I'm, I'm returning them and I'm buying from you because you told, you were telling the truth, whatever, yep. you know? And so that kind of was an aha moment for me to make sure that, you know, we don't go too far to just look yep. at the money and, and go, Oh, it's a new product. And like, man, we got to make sure the product's right before we jump yep. all in. Well, that's the, that's the tricky part, you know, um, and, 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 you know, most of our conversations in, involve, you know, either issues with products or new products. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and it, it, it's a tricky thing to, you know, there's, there's several lines that have to be met. Um, and it, and it's fascinating too. Um, and it's one of those things that, especially if you've been in the, the industry for a long time, you know, uh, Tritronics was notorious for it. And several of the other companies are too, where we're selling products, you know, it's the same, you know, we've been selling the same product for 10 years. Yeah. Um, where in most electronic industries that doesn't happen, you know, um, and, and even if you look, especially if you look at Garmin, um, you know, uh, I mean, they turn stuff over every six months, yeah. um, in their other lines and you can't really do that in the dog industry, or at least nobody's proven how to do it, you know, successfully. It's so different um, because like, like you say, you come from the, it's like, man, you bought a collar and it's supposed to last a long time. There's, you know, yeah. they ask, Oh, what do you need? And it's like, man, we just need to track our dog. Really good. That's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But I, yeah, you know, and it's, it's one of those things that, that, you know, they're asking for. Um, and I think you and I have this conversation on a regular basis where, you know, where it's a, don't put too many bells and whistles, simplify it, make it bulletproof. Yep. Um, and that's a hard thing for today's engineers to understand, you know, because everybody's looking for the latest doodad, you know, and they want it to, you know, they want it to post on Facebook and, you know, update your Twitter, you know, feed and, you know, all this stuff. And I don't and want my dogs yeah. to have fa- access to Facebook. Yes, that's what <laughs> I want. I want to get yes. in trouble. <laughs> yes. But that's, you know, that's, that's, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, that, that occasionally, you know, comes up in some of these meetings. And, you know, I want to be able to take it and hit it with a hammer, you know, a dozen times and then it still track correctly. Right. Um, you know, because, you, you know, if, if, even, you know, picking on old products, you know, you go back to the DC 20. Um, you know, the, how did that come out? That, that was that was before me. Like I okay, so I was in the, I, was, I was in the thirty. I came out in the, the thirty. But. Okay, so I I used to go to Shot Show every year, right? Um, and probably from God ninety eight until probably two thousand and six, maybe I went every year. And um, uh, but it was one of those things that it it, it was it was it, I, I personally I hated going because it was always in January and it was in the middle of quail season and duck season that's and exactly so, what i see this is why i like yeah. him jason because i haven't <laughs> yeah. gone to a shot show because of that reason it's the stupidest time of year and like i said they don't care um but uh, yeah you know it was one of those things where i was like I, you know it ended up costing me a week you know out at least yeah and uh and i just wasn't getting anything out of it and so i finally quit going and the year i decided not to go is the year that garmin announces the astro um <laughs> And a buddy of mine that I hunt with, 
you know, texts me like two or three days before and goes, Hey, have you seen this? And I was like, crap. So I actually had to, to, to call and, and get tickets. And I flew down, it was in Orlando and I had to buy a, a last minute, you know, plane ticket probably cost me a thousand bucks, you know, to, to, cause I had to go see this. Um, because at the time, you know, I was using telemetry and, you know, I, I needed something, you know, it was, it was the product I was looking for. Well, in your um, business, I mean, that, if that would happen to me, I'd be the same thing. I'd be like, yeah, I'll go oh, yeah. tonight. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. okay. I, I wouldn't want to, but yeah, you just sometimes those, those short things you look at and you're like, yep. That's, oh, yeah. That's worth well, I, and I remember going down there and it was one of those things that, that I went down there and Garmin didn't know who I was and didn't care. <laughs> um, I remember that. Yeah. I remember the conversations. They're like, well, you know, the opening order is $25,000. And uh, See, that's where know, I was like, Oh, ow. <laughs> yes. Well, fortunately at the time I was big enough where I was like, you, you want that in cash? What, what's your, <laughs> you know, let's go. Yeah, um, I got it right here. <laughs> you pull it out. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it was just one of those things that we were, you know, we were, we were, you know, Tritronics had been working supposedly, you know, on this type of product for yeah. 10 years. You know, and we just needed it, you know, because telemetry, say what you will about telemetry. And, and I used it and and I, you know, I was decent at it. I wasn't great at it, but I, you know, I could find a dog. But but selling and I don't know if you ever sold telemetry. Um, not not with any. I mean, we have them, but we don't. The, the problem with selling telemetry is that the consumer actually has to learn how to use the product and they have to learn how to use the product before the dog gets lost. And most customers aren't willing to do that. And so what was what the tech support? Like I, I'm, I, it was challenging. I didn't even think yes. about that. Like we get tech support on Garmin and it'd be like, what do you mean? There's a beep. I'm pointing in this direction and the yeah. dog's over there. Like what's well, point? I'm telling you, I know the dog's over there and I'm pointing over here. Yeah. Let me tell you, you know, if you think, you think, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a challenging thing because, because telemetry is more art than it is science. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it is a, yeah. And, and, you know, and it, no two boxes are alike. Oh no. And, and it, there's a lot of feel to it. You know, you just got to go, okay, I know he's over here. Yeah. Um, but it's telling me he's over there. So I'm going to ignore yeah. that for a little while. We get that back yeah. bounce. It gets tricky yeah. sometimes. And, yeah. It, it's just not a, you know, it's just not the kind of product that just anybody, and, and, and you do have to practice at it where, you know, with Garmin, that that's the nice thing about it. You know, I mean, it helps if you spend a little time with it, but it's, you know, and I, I'd hate to, you know, it's not foolproof, but, you know, but it's a lot simpler to use, you know, than telemetry. Yeah. So, you know, so we weren't selling that much telemetry because we were selling a little bit, but not, you know, it's just one of those things that it was, it was hard for people to truly appreciate it. And so, um, and never, you know, and never the fun even days, crossed my mind. I mean, that, I, that, that is just an epiphany moment right there. That was like, well, I'm glad was, I'm not in the. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a challenging sort of thing. And so my, my favorite thing about it though, is that, okay, so the DC 20 was designed to be worn on the back of the dog's neck, which was, I understand why they developed it that way. It was just, you know, the, the problem with it was that they were just getting abused, you know, cause dogs were just whacking them constantly. Yeah. Um, the antennas would break, you know, cause it was the same, it's pretty much the same antenna that we have right now. You know, it was on top of, of the DC 20 is the same antenna that's on handheld right now. It's that same, yeah. uh, you know, and, and antennas are getting shredded and, um, and it, it was, you know, and it wasn't a rigid antenna to flex to it, but there's a base to it, you know, so that SMA is getting broken, you know, on a regular basis and, uh, and they wouldn't stay up, you know, you had to counterbalance it. And, uh, I mean, it was just, you know, but it was so funny because 
you would have these conversations with customers that would buy them and they would be so mad and they would be so upset about this and this and this and this. And, you know, and, and you'd be like, look, I know you've had the product. I know you're upset with the product. We will take the product back. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to return it. I love it. Right. <laughs> you know, because it was so great compared to what we'd had before. Right. And so, you know, um, but and 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 I remember, too, the turnaround from how fast they went from the DC-20 to the DC-30. Um, I, I still remember the, the first time I saw, you know, a, a, a mocked up prototype for it. And they turned that sucker out quick. Um, wow. You know, and those collars were great. Like six months, six, seven months. Uh, and it was it was, you know, it was probably six to eight months somewhere yeah. in that neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is super fast when you consider how long of a, you know, how long of a lead time we see on some stuff. You know, I mean, it was super fast. I can't fast. get an order in that right now. I can order no. from Carmen. It's going to take me that with the COVID BS. Yeah. It seems like I'm that yeah. far out on our back shift right now. <laughs> it, it is It is a challenging time, isn't it? Oh, man. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just one of those, uh, the, the development of it, you know, over time. And, and then when, you know, and then when they bought, you know, when they bought Tritronics, that was a, you know, that was an interesting experience. Um, cause now were you, would you, when did you come in? Had they already bought Tritronics? No, I came out on DC 30, okay. just starting right. on it. So I was okay. selling some DC 30s and then sure. not DC selling 40. DC 40s. So yeah, no, didn't sell DC 40s until absolutely yeah. had to, until they yeah. discontinued the, the 40s or the 30s. I think I have, I have two or three, and, and if I say this out loud, Garmin will come and get them from me, but I think I still have some, some, uh, some 3D printed versions of DC 30s and DC 40s that were sent to me, you know, years ago. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, a yeah. Little museum. So you should start. That's what we're yeah, trying to do. A little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things of lots of stuff piled up in the corners. Yeah. We. Uh, so. so the the other one I want to talk about is yeah. the the 320, and not so much the 320, but my learnings. I mean, you you educated me. Mm. about copyrights in the 320. Oh. That, that was a that was a life lesson for me. Jason. I don't know why we always have this conversation every time we talk. <laughs> every time. So we were Jason, we were had this 320 and I is the 320 must have come out before the 40. Yes. Yeah, okay. you could buy a 320 with a DC 30. Yeah, cuz cuz I I didn't have any connection to Garmin or whatever and I had the 320. Um there was rumors about it coming out which was interesting. Some of the rumors was talking about a touchscreen on the 320. Mm. And, uh, you know, and so I was like, huh. So the 320 came out. And again, well, Jason, you can appreciate this, but when you don't have, when you, yeah, when you don't have it in front of you <laughs> and you're just pretty much like, oh, new product, you're up at midnight trying to copy anything yes, you can. I, I have played that game. So you're, so you're on Steve's Gundog Supply website reading every little tidbit you can trying to become the expert. And uh, if you just copy some, and you only have to copy, you know, when I mean, you change a word or two, that's not legally accepted, no, that's apparently. Still, still plagiarism, I guess. Yeah. Just and, a little. Uh, so, we were, so we were on Google. We were beating Gundog Supply, I think. Mm. And yeah. uh, because we were out early and I was using all these other websites and doing some, probably some, probably some black hat SGIO. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Probably doing stuff you're not supposed to do now. I try not to do it now because it, it actually hurts your website now. But it does. back then, you know, it was whatever. And I'd be on number one. And I'm like, mm -hmm. we're kicking Steve's ass. We're kicking <laughs> Gundog Supply. We're number one. And like then. two days. <laughs> two days. And it's like you log on and you Google search. 
it's like mm. W is nowhere to be found. <laughs> like, I don't know who he knows at Google, but it's like Google just removed W from everything. It's gone. Three days worth of work working on, on getting our link on Google. And uh, I don't know. It, Steve swears it's his brother, but he's just like, it was just flipped a switch and it was like gone. Just poof. No, no. But, but if you're, if your copyrighted work gets <laughs> taken by somebody, you can fix that. I found that out. And they did. Yeah. They did. And he didn't do it the first day. He didn't do it the second <laughs> day. It was like the, the either he, he may have been too big to even notice, but I don't, no. I don't fully believe that. I believe he noticed early on. I expect, he was it, like, I expect yeah, I expect that he, uh, I, I expect Rob noticed it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And he, he didn't wait the first day when I could have rebuilt and had a chance in the race. It's like the horse mm. race. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're running the first corner. You're the last furlong and there goes the switch. And it's like, da, 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 yeah. right at the thing, it's like, okay, now, boom. And the race is almost over. You know what I mean? All the, mm. all the news, all the press release, all the, all the yep. hype. And that's when he shut it off. I was like, yeah. oh, touche. <laughs> that stung. <laughs> well, yeah, it is amazing. The, um, and you know, and it doesn't happen as it used to happen all the time, God. but you know, but, but there's a, there was a whole time period in there where people would think that you could just, you know, if it's online, it's free to take. Oh yeah. 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 Nobody and, owns that. And, oh yeah. And I've had people still, you know, and, and we, we try to do all of our own pictures, um, which I guess, I think you guys do too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Garmin you know, is uh, advertisements and we don't use them yeah, very often. Yeah. Yeah, we, we stopped doing that years ago. And, you know, it, it's rare that we use anybody. We, you know, we like to have all of our own stuff. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and we try to do all of our own text and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of money. And, um, you know, and it's one of those things that, that, you know, you spend a lot of time working on something and then it just starts showing up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, yeah. It, it, especially when you have the, oh, man, I had a guy once that, that even stole our t shirt design. <laughs> it just absolutely you know we we get our logo stolen quite often i'm like i yeah. appreciate the fact that you like our logo that much but you can't use our yeah. logo in your yeah in your kennel design i'm sorry yeah you can't do that yeah 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 that one was that one was frustrating um especially seeing how that particular logo is a dog of mine that had just recently passed you know and then you <laughs> see it somewhere else oh good yeah. so you know um so it is it is a downside. yeah I, I found how do you deal with those uh you know it depends on what it, it depends on what level it is a lot of times you can send an email and just say hey you know this is our stuff and and you know and it goes away um uh you know you, you know you can send you know you, you can make it a lot more than that if you need to um, yeah you could just send google a little message and well yeah up. yeah i mean there's a that's one way yeah to... yeah it's a yeah you know i mean you can get them you can get them wiped out of the search engines if if, if they're <laughs> you know if they're doing it which you know that you know i don't really care if you steal something it's whether or not anyone could find it you yes. know um <laughs> if you you know and so so it's it's one of those things it's just it doesn't happen like it used to there was probably a 10-year period in there that was pretty awful um but uh you know, but it's it's a lot rarer nowadays. I mean, it's well, still, I it still it's happens. A, it's a lot easier now to write product product reviews yeah. and stuff when you have when you have a nice relationship. I'm finding yes, out. and you're not an well, a hole all the time. It's like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I I try to be as as I try to be as nice as I can be, but still accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, and okay. uh, and that doesn't always work out. Um, you know, I mean, I, I've come across the table before on people you know, you know, which doesn't really work out. 
Um, there's there's better ways to do it. I have, you know, to, to say that I have not, you know, I have not ruined some relationships in the in the process of trying to get products either fixed or developed, um, you know, would be wrong. How do you deal um, with uh, just a question? Like, yeah, you have a better relationship with Sport Dog and some of the other guys than I do. Sure. How do you uh, do yeah. when they're when they're they're are they pretty aggressive at competing on on things? You know, when you what it, that aggressive competition of say Sport Dog e trainers versus Garmin e trainers, and they're wanting you to, you know what I mean? Like they want your they want your blessing or, or your oh um you know I I don't um I'm, I'm real particular about that um I, I've uh. Um, I have, you know, I won't hesitate to remove a recommendation from something. And, and just because I, um, I'll continue to sell a product, but not recommend it, which is a kind of like the death of a product. Um, but, uh, um, it, it's one of those things that it does have to meet, you know, certain criteria for me to say, Hey, this is something that I'm willing to use. I don't necessarily use it. Um, but, but it has to fall into a certain category for me to be willing to use it. And, you know, I had about a five-year stretch where I was on the outs with Tritronics. And uh, that was where I spent an enormous amount of time working with Sport Dog. Um, and, uh, um, just a vendetta? I mean, you're just trying to like, oh, no, prove you? Or, I mean, what? Yeah, there were a couple of guys there that, 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 you know, I didn't agree with them and they didn't agree with me. And, and, and I handled some of it poorly. Um, you know, I, I'm not, you know, like I said, you, you know, you talk about some of those, you know, you can be too aggressive at times. Oh, yeah. Well. Um, yes, and man. I've, and I've done it. Yeah, I've done it, you know? Um, and so, uh, you know, and I, you know, well, you know, I destroyed some relationships tech Two at sport dog, you know, I destroyed some relationships over, over it. Hmm. Um, I, I still feel it was justified, but you know, I never got a first date with those guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why my, I mean, my review, there might've been, could be. been a reason I, something happened I, there. I, I don't know. I probably didn't help that any, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, uh, and, and, and several times I've had to say, okay, well, I no longer recommend this product and here's why, um, you know, and if you can, you know, and, and here's a change that was made to the product that causes the product to no longer be, you know, what I'm looking for, because, you know, because I'm looking for a very specific, you know, um, set of things. And, and 15 years ago, it was very hard to find the stuff that I'm looking for. I mean, 15 years ago, there was one or two e-collars on the market that I could use. Um, and nowadays, there's, you know, probably 25, you know, different, you know, setups that, that I'd be willing to use, you know, very easily. Um, yeah. But it was, not an, it was not an easy thing to, you know, to get that. That took a lot of, you know, and, you know, and a lot of times, especially with, with multiple companies, there's this two steps forward, three steps back, you know, at times. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just dealing with giant corporations. Um, and, and, you know, and you and I have had this conversation because our operation, you know, people wise is, you know, we've got about 55 folks probably now. Um, and, you know, and, and going from 15 or 20 people to 50 people is a whole different dynamic, yeah. you know? And then when you talk about somebody like, you know, Garmin that has what, I don't know, 3000 employees or, you know, something like that, you know, yeah. um, a lot, you know, a it, lot. yeah. Well, I mean, you've got people working up there that they don't even know each other and they work on the same floor. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's a whole different thing. You know, radio systems isn't, isn't quite as big. I don't even know how many people are at radio systems, but it's, uh, 
at, at, I know at one time it was probably four or five hundred people, you know, but still, I mean, it's a it's a big organization. And um, just even finding the right person in the organization that does this thing. And, you know, but I've I've seen the, the changes that have happened in our company, you know, going from a smaller size to a, you know, to the size we are now. I don't know what to call it, but, um, you know, and it's not always good. Um, you know, it's it's not always a great thing. Um, you end up with, you end up with enough people that you have politics and you have, you know, people that their little fiefdoms and they control stuff and they don't want to work together. And, you know, it's, it's challenging. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think personally, anytime you get more than three humans involved with anything, it, it becomes a problem. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, so you have to be careful and you have to work at that stuff. And it's, and it's tricky, you know, like I said, working with, you know, working with Garmin to me has always probably been the most successful relationship that I've had. Um, but it is a challenging, you know, thing to get done. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as as far as getting the product that that I think fits us best. Um, yeah, and I think they've done a better job of kind of learning our. Yeah. You know, because I know, and they've said it that a dog is their is their worst customer. Like the oh, most yeah. abusive customer they have is a dog, yes. and and that's hands doing, down. You know, and and for us to, you know, you don't think about it when you just you just, you just grab this pack this device out of a package. Right. You don't think about all the stuff that happens before it. You know what I mean? And yeah, and and that's in, until you actually see it, whatever, and, and are a part of that process. It's like a, a big aha, like oh wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of steps before you get to the fact of opening up a, a package. Oh yeah, and and if you've never been involved with that, you know, it it is one of those things that that's very educational. Um, and you know, and 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 talking about the DC40, you know, people would think that with the experiences that we have with that particular product that there was no product testing that went on whatsoever. Um, right. It's just that, that the ability to replicate everything is, is impossible. And, yes. uh, you know, and, and then too, you know, and like the, you know, the 200 I that just, just came out, um, you know, there were a couple of things that, that, you know, that got forgotten about in the process. Um, yeah. And now I don't think any of them were major, but, you know, but a customer buys this product and they pay a thousand dollars for it. And now it won't do this one thing that was important to them that, that, you know, the alpha 100 did. And you're just like, how did we miss that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The same way. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I, I felt really confident about some of that. And oh like, yeah. This is like, and then it's like, oh really? Like that? Yeah. I never used mine like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's like, and then well, that's the, you're yeah, like, yeah, that's no, the, never. And so, so it's like, sometimes these, these products are used in so many different ways right. that it's challenging to, to forethink everything. Yeah. Um, and you just and especially the, when you're, when you're limited as to who you can have conversations with. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because there, I don't know how many times I've spoken to an engineer about something. And then as soon as I got off the phone, I called you and go, Hey, what's going on with this? Yeah. You know, or what is what what is your take on this? Because I'm looking for a different. I want to make sure that the way I'm thinking about it actually makes sense. Because you think about it differently than I do. Because you use the product differently than I do. Yeah. And uh, you know, so it's it's one of those things that there are so many approaches to it, and um, and you have to be careful that you don't get stuck in your. Well, this is how this is how the product is used. Um, I, I had a situation where, where one of our ads talks about that, you know, the, 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 this is the way to do something. And I'm like, that's eh, not how we do things here. This is a way to do it. Yeah. You know, this is how I do it. That doesn't make it the way to do it. It's just how I do it. And so, you know, you just got to be open-minded about it. And, you know, um, 
but yeah, you know, the, the engineers, they approach things differently. You know, I'm looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, how can this survive what my dog's going to do to it? Yeah. Um, and my dogs don't do durability. Yeah, man. And then some of the guys that, you know, some of the pig guys and some of the guys that are hunting in swamps and stuff, you know, uh, you know, the fact that any of these collars work at all is amazing to me. You know, it's a, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. challenging. Yeah. That always, always struck me that, that, that statement was always like, you know, and I just look at it and I was like, Oh yeah. My dogs do not appreciate that. I spent 300 freaking dollars no. on the thing. You're laying around your neck and you're treating them like that. They don't care at all. I wouldn't let my boy play with a $300 item like that, but I let my dogs just uh, go run that thing through yeah. the woods, you know? Right. That's right. Yeah. No respect. And then I, and then I expect it to get them home. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's a, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a thing where, uh, and, and most electronics are babied, you know, most yeah. electronics are because they're expensive and they're treated a certain way. You know, and I, I throw my, you know, my stuff around. I, I like to be abusive to my gear strictly because that's how my customers are going to do it. Yeah. You know, I don't, if I have to baby it, it's not going to work out. Um, Which reminds me, I need to dunk mine yeah. in a tank of water. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to make there sure it's go. waterproof before I, I go. Well, I, I have, you know, I have a fish tank that I keep around here that, that when somebody sends me a new product, one of the first things I do is throw it in the fish tank. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. Well, you know, if it can't handle that, it's not going to work out. You know, if you tell me it's waterproof, we're going to find out. Yeah, I had. Um, uh, did you ever talk to the late laps guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I did that. I, I took long. him out. Well, he came out one time. He took him yeah. out, so we went around and we stopped, and we were just sitting there, you know, uncollaring. And there was a mud puddle right there, and I go, "I throw that phone in that mud puddle real quick." Yeah, because they were using a cell phone to track dogs. Like sure, that. right. And he's like, "Well, it's waterproof. It's got." A, and I said, "Well, go ahead and throw it in the water. You know, go ahead and throw that puddle in there. Let's, let's go." And, yeah. Uh, he he was he comfortable with he, that? He got he didn't like that. And I, I took the alpha yeah. and I just dunked it in the water and I said, "I'm comfortable yeah. putting that thing in the water." You right. Know I mean, like yeah. I know that's yep. going to be waterproof, and if it's not, I'm going to call because we need it to be waterproof. You know what I mean? We right. hunt in rain or whatever. It has to be. And so yeah. that was that was kind of one of those moments. I don't have a fish tank, but I, I might get a fish tank now. Do you got? You yeah, can, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Do you keep fishing it? No, no, but I should. I should see, but that requires it's just a tank of water. That requires care and and all that. I don't have time for that. I can't do that. <laughs> just a, just a fish tank with water. It's just a fish tank, yeah. You know, huh. I just want to know that it can handle being submerged for sure. You know, and my favorite thing is when they start talking about the IPX seven stuff, and they're like, "Well, it can be submerged at this depth for." 20 minutes of someone, and I'm like, no, 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 no. That's Dunk. not what I'm talking about. I wanted to, you know, um, the first time I, it dawned on me that waterproof transmitters, okay, so back in the day when Tritronics never had waterproof transmitters, right? Um, that was one of the things that Sport Dog did that, and it caused them to have to, to do waterproof transmitters. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and, and I remember, and, you know, I hunt out in the desert most of the time. Most of my time is spent in the desert, and water is usually not a factor. And one day I was, I was doing something on my tailgate and, uh, and I had a, a water bucket that was on the ground um, for my dogs and I moved and I pushed and my transmitter got knocked off the tailgate and fell straight into the water bucket for the dog, <laughs> you know, and this is a non-waterproof product, you know, and uh, that was the moment for me where I was like, okay, everything's got to be waterproof, <laughs> you know, and I'm, yeah, I'm so far away from, a, you know, from standing water, uh, you know. So it, it's just one of those things that they have to be built a certain way. Yeah, and, uh, they get abused. You know. I mean, absolutely yeah, throttled. Really. Like some of the stuff we see. The is industry just like, standard, is, it seems like over the years, I mean, customers, they expect a lot. I mean, they're spending oh, good yeah. money on products. They expect sure. a certain level of things. And it's pretty crazy to see how things have changed from, you know, the judge 
or you know some oh, yeah. old stuff to to what we got now. Yep. We hope everyone enjoyed the first part of our chat here with Steve, but make sure to tune in next week when we dig a little deeper into Steve's hunting, his dogs, and he's even got some tips and tricks for Buddy with that new Brittany pup. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.